0: All right, welcome back to the Cap Rack. It is Tuesday, August 4th. Um, we got a bunch of MLB games, a bunch of NBA games, and a bunch of NHL games. I believe it's six for the NBA and the NHL every single day um, in the bubbles, uh, whether it's in Orlando or Toronto. Um, anyways, we are going to start off with the MLB today. Um, the Pittsburgh Pirates with Joe Musgrove on the mound. is They're visiting the Minnesota Twins with Jose Barrios on the mound. The Twins are minus 210 on the money line. The Pirates plus 180. Um, total set at nine. Look, the Twins had a nice come from behind victory last night. Uh, they were down 4-0 to the Pirates. Uh, ended up coming all the way back with a Nelson Cruz walk-off single uh, in the bottom of the ninth uh, to win 5-4. Um, minus 210 is not too bad. I think they'll be able to take this game pretty easily um, if Barrios can kind of get back to his normal form and start pitching well. Um, but I, I think it's enough to keep a relatively weak Pittsburgh lineup off the board uh, moving on we got the Cleveland Indians visiting the Cincinnati Reds at the great all-American ballpark um, that's at 610 we have the Reds at plus 136 at home uh, Indians minus 156 on the road the total is set at eight uh, Shane Bieber's been pitching well for the Indians um has been okay for the Reds not too great not too bad um I don't know. These are two teams where the offenses have been pretty inconsistent. Um, Pitching has kind of held both of them down. Kind of like I mentioned yesterday for game one of this series, but I don't know. Um, Last night, I believe it ended uh, at three to two. Uh, The Reds got the win. Um, Yeah, look, this is a weird game. I don't know. Um, I would probably stay away from this um, just because I'd be leaning towards the Indians, but I don't know if I want to lay close to 160 on the road. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much it there. Um, Moving on, we got the Boston Red Sox with Nate Avaldi on the mound, um, who's actually their opening day starter, um, visiting the Tampa Bay Rays with Charlie Morton on the mound. The Rays are minus 144 at home, plus 126 on the road for the Red Sox. Ivaldi hasn't really pitched that well um, for somebody who should be heading the rotation for the Red Sox. But look, I'm going to lay minus 144 here on the Rays. I like this a lot. Um, The total is set at eight. Um, I think it has the tendency to go over because the Red Sox lineup is still all right, even though they really don't have much pitching. Um, Morton is a good, he's a good arm for the Rays. I mean, to go with glass now and Blake Snell, but I mean, he's got the tendency to give up some runs here. So I could see the Red Sox tagging him for maybe three, four runs and the Rays doing much of the same and sending this over. Um, but I'm going to go with minus 144 on the Rays at home. Um, moving on, we got the New York Mets with Steven Matz on the mound visiting the Washington Nationals. Uh, with Patrick Corbin on the mound. Uh, The Nats are coming in at minus 148. The Mets at plus 128. Um, I'm pretty sure the last time we saw Corbin pitch was against the Yankees in the third game of the year. Um, Yankees actually ended up taking that one. But look, I don't know. The Mets, uh, against good pitching, are eh. I mean, they don't really show much. Uh, They've been having some issues um, health-wise. Jeff McNeil the other day, um, I don't know exactly what the injury was or the ailment or ailment but um yeah he had a problem pregame, so I don't know if he'll necessarily be in the lineup I mean that's the guy you want in the leadoff spot for him um always getting on base but I'm gonna lay minus 148 here on the Nats I feel like they're they're poised to turn it around um pretty soon so I, I think with Corbin on the mound I think this is a good spot for them against the Mets against a lefty um somebody they can really put some runs up against um moving on we got the toronto blue jays with matt shoemaker on the mound coming at plus 158 visiting the atlanta braves who last night just lost mike soroka their ace to um a torn right achilles which is a really really big loss for them after already uh dfaing mike fulton and and uh, losing cole hamels to an injury um the rotation's already thin but max freed is a guy in here that's gonna have to step up here um and kind of take on that ace role um Look, I think the Blue Jays lineup is pretty young and able to score some runs here. So I'm going to take the Blue Jays on a value play here at plus 158. Um, I think this is going to be a higher-scoring game. I think if the if the Blue Jays can get to Max Freed, I think they should be able to win this game. Shoemaker's kind of been a journeyman veteran guy who's, he doesn't really implode often, but he's not going to be that ace guy for you. He's kind of like a middle-of-the-line starter. Um, he'll be able to get the job done. But, I, I mean, we saw the Blue Jays play the Nats tough – Um, In Washington. So I I think the Blue Jays can kind of step it up here and and get a win with our young lineup. Um, Moving on, we got the Chicago White Sox and Lucas Giolito versus Brendan Woodruff um, and the Brewers in Milwaukee. Uh, The Brewers are minus 128 and the White Sox plus 112. Giolito has not been great this year. Um, It's been kind of up and down for him. Opening day was really rough, Um, but hopefully he's going to turn around. I mean, he's a Cy Young candidate. Um, starting, I mean, dating back to last year, I mean, he's really shown that he's coming in to his own and kind of honing his craft there on the mound. I, I don't really know. I'm not huge on the Brewers right now. Um, I don't think they're great. I mean, Lorenzo Kane just opted out of the season. I mean, that's a big part of, uh, of their lineup, um, and their defense in center field. Um, yeah, I'm going to take a value play here on the White Sox on the road at plus 112. I mean, you're getting plus money, um, on an up and coming team with their ace on the mound. I think they'll be able to beat the, the Brewers pretty uh, pretty easily here. Um, the total is set at eight. I mean, I, I might look to send this over because Giolito has struggled. But, I mean, I, I think he turns it around, and I'd rather just take a play on the money line here on the White Sox. Um, moving on, we have Brady Singer um, out of Florida, um, really pitching well here for the Royals. They're visiting uh, Wrigley Field uh, to play cl- the Cubs with Kyle Hendricks on the mound. Um, Hendricks has been really, really good. Between uh, before um, opening day, I mean, he went. I believe it was a complete game, shutout um, with minimal pitches. I think it was definitely under a hundred. But I mean, he's a guy that's finesse. He's not going to overpower you, but I mean, he's got good stuff. Um, and he's really stepping into kind of that one one A role there for the Cubs, um, along with John Lester, uh, to kind of head that rotation up. And Brady Singer has pitched really well. Um, the Royals come in at plus one seventy here. The lines are a little too steep here. I mean, I want to take a value play on the Royals yesterday. The game was two, nothing. Um, It was Danny Duffy versus Alec Mills. I mean, these lineups didn't really do much. So maybe kind of take a look at the under here. It's set at eight. So the total is already a little bit low. Um, I'm only a little bit concerned here about the Cubs putting up runs on Brady singer because he's still young and we don't know if he's got the potential to implode or how reliable he's necessarily going to be. But I mean, but what we've seen so far, he's been pretty good. So, um, Maybe, maybe an, an under-8 play here, but I mean, I'm not going to recommend it. I'm just not going to put it in my pick set. But if it's something that intrigues you, I mean, I definitely would not tell you to shy away from it. Um, then we got the San Francisco Giants with Kevin Gosman on the mound against uh, Marquez um, for the Rockies at Coors Field. Uh, the Rockies took the game last night. I believe it was 7-5. Uh, the Rockies we got at minus 176 and the Giants at plus 152. Uh, we got a Coors Field over here of 12. Now, um, I'm going to stay away from this. Um, if you like it, um, maybe lean Rockies' money line, throw it in a parlay. I mean, Marquez has been pretty good for them. It's um, really hard to pitch well in Colorado, but I mean, he's shown that he can really keep his ERA down and keep runs off the board. So if you have to, throw the Rockies in there, but I'm not going to recommend laying almost minus 180 juice on the Rockies. Uh, Next, we got the Houston Astros with Christian Javier on the mound at minus 128, visiting the Arizona Diamondbacks with Madison Bumgarner on the mound at plus 112. Um, I'm going to stay away from this. Um, I really want to take the Diamondbacks, but Bumgarner has been a little bit shaky. I mean, he hasn't been kind of prime Madison Bumgarner. Um, he's, He's done well, but he hasn't had his best stuff. So with a lineup like the Astros, even though the top guys are struggling, I mean, they're still... The Astros. I mean, they still have the ability to score runs, um, and I, I don't really know what we're getting out of the Diamondbacks lineup here. So I'm going to stay away from this game completely. Um, moving on, we got the Dodgers with Dustin May on the mound, who I absolutely love. Um, visiting uh, Dinelson Lamet and the Padres. Padres are plus 114 at home, and the Dodgers minus 130 on the road. The total set at eight and a half. Um, this is another game I'm going to stay away from. I was on the Dodgers last night and they kind of let me down a little bit. It was Walker Bueller versus Chris Paddock. Um, I believe the, I think the Padres won that five, four last night. Um, it was five, three going into the ninth Kirby Yates on the mound. Bellinger hit a home run with nobody out to lead off the inning. Um, and then Kirby Yates pretty much just shut it down for the Padres. Um, I'm going to stay away from this, but with a slight lean towards the Dodgers. I really like the way Dustin May has been pitching, Um, But the Padres lineup has also been showing that they can score some runs and and win games. Um, So the Padres are going to be a sneaky team that I'm going to like to play uh, throughout this shortened season. Just because they're up and coming, we're getting good value on them every single day. Their young starters are really going out and performing. Um, But for today, slight lean on the Dodgers. Um, I just don't know if plus 114 is enough to kind of lay on the Padres with uh, a guy like Lament on the mound. Uh, moving on, we got a 9-10 game, the Texas Rangers with Lance Lynn on the mound versus Jesus, Lazardo and the Athletics at the Coliseum. Uh, minus 156 for the A's and plus 136 for the Rangers. Uh, total set at over 7.5. I mean, I- I'm going to say over on this one. Like, the-, the A's can tag Lance Lynn, and the Rangers can get a couple runs off Lazardo. I mean, Lazardo is a good young arm for the Athletics, but 7.5 is really, really low here, and I-, I think this game has the potential to go over. Um, Then the last MLB game of the day, we got the Los Angeles Angels with Andrew Haney on the mound versus, I believe his name is Justin Dunn for the Seattle Mariners. Um, We got the A's at minus 190 road favorites, and the Mariners sitting at plus 164, um, over nine, under nine. I don't really know. I'm going to stay away from this, just only because I'm leaning towards the Angels here. We don't really know what we're going to get out of Dunn and the Mariners. Um, So, yeah, I'll stay away from that. Moving on, we're gonna go over to the NBA. Now we got six games. Starting off with a really big spread here. We got the Nets um, and the Bucks. The Bucks come in at minus one or minus nineteen with minus thirty five hundred on the money line. Total set at over under two twenty nine and a half. I'm staying away from this completely. The Nets are really really thin here. Um, they're already without Kyrie, DeAndre Jordan, Kevin Durant, who still hasn't played a game in the Nets uniform. Um, but Karis Levert, Joe Harris, and uh, Jared Allen are all out today. So look, I this I don't know if the Bucks are gonna play down to the competition at all or just absolutely blow them out. So I'm gonna stay away from this one uh completely. Moving on, we got the Dallas Mavericks and the Sacramento Kings. We got the Mavericks at minus five and a half uh favorites, uh minus two forty on the money line. The total set at 236 and a half, Um Got a slight lean towards the Mavericks here just because they're better um, than the Kings significantly. I don't I don't really know much here about um, about the Kings. I mean, I know they're young, they're talented, but look, the Mavericks are still one of the best teams in the league uh, with Luka Doncic. So, yeah, I'm going to take a slight lean towards the Dallas Mavericks here. Um, moving on, we got the Suns and the Clippers. The Clippers are nine-point favorites, minus 405 on the money line. Uh, total set at 230 and a half. Um, the suns have been a little bit sneaky through their first couple games in the bubble um but look i i don't know they're showing that they're competitive here but nine points against the clippers is kind of that line that i'm going to tow um i'm going to stay away from this i don't really want to mess with this game at all um next we got the magic and the pacers we got the pacers at plus one and a half magic minus one and a half the magic just lost jonathan isaac for the season Um, So I'm going to take a value play here on the Pacers at plus 100 on the money line, or you could take the point and a half, whichever one you want. Um, But I definitely like the Pacers in this one. Uh, Next, we're moving on. We got the Celtics and the Heat. Celtics are three and a half point favorites, minus 158 on the money line. This is going to be a really good game. Um, I'm a Celtics fan. I'm repping the green, and coincidentally. um, But yeah, I think the Celtics can get this one done. The Heat just dropped the game to, I believe it was the Raptors yesterday, so they're on a back-to-back here. Celtics have had a day of rest, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Celtics here, minus three and a half, or on the money line, either way, whatever you prefer. Um, I also think it has the potential to go over 221. Um, I think that's pretty low. Both both teams have the ability to score. Um, they're also great at defense, so I don't know but the bubble has been shown to kind of produce high scoring games so far just because of the depth perception i'm pretty sure that's what a lot of players are attributing uh, the high scoring games to because it's a lot different to shoot in an nba arena um so they're figuring out a lot quickly and when shooters get hot they stay hot so moving on to the last game of the day here for the nba we got the houston rockets at minus 162 and three and a half point favorites against the trailblazers um i like the rockets here i don't think the blazers are really um as much of a threat as they used to be. I mean, Lillard is still Damian Lillard, but CJ McCollum hasn't been the guy um, that he's been in the past. So the Rockets definitely have more firepower here, even without Clint Capella. Um, I think they get this done and cover this three and a half point spread. Moving on, we got the NHL. Um, I'm actually going to cite uh, Sam's picks here for today. His blog is already up on the website. You can go check it out. Um, We're starting off with the Florida Panthers and the Islanders at 12 p.m. Eastern time. Uh the Panthers come in at plus one oh five on the money line. Islanders minus one twenty five of the total at five and a half. Um Sam recommends you take the Panthers at plus one oh five and the under five and a half at minus one sixty five. Um the Islanders lead the series one nothing. And um so Sam recommends that the Panthers um equalize here and you should throw your money on that. So Moving on, we got a 2.30 game Eastern Standard Time. The Coyotes versus the Predators. The Coyotes plus 115. Predators minus 135. Total set at 5.5. Sam recommends you take the Predators at minus 135 to even up the series against the Coyotes, leading 1-0 at the moment. Uh, Then we got the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, at 4 o'clock against the Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs are minus 170. Uh, Blue Jackets plus 145. And the total set at 5.5. Sam... Recommends the Maple Leafs at minus 165 and under five and a half uh, to also equalize the series here. Um, Blue Jackets lead one nothing, um, but yeah, that's Sam's picks or those are Sam's picks to date. Um, moving on, we got the Calgary Flames at minus 160 uh, versus the Jets at plus 135. This game's at 6:45. Um, the total is at five and a half. Um, Sam recommends that you take the Winnipeg Jets plus 135 on the money line um, to move up two to one in the series. Um, probably, it's only it's one of a couple games that are moving into the third game of the series here. Um, the next one being the Carolina Hurricanes versus the New York Rangers. Hurricanes lead this two nothing. Um, Rangers have been a little bit disappointing so far, um, but we got the Hurricanes at minus 145 on the money line and. The Rangers at plus 125 total at five and a half. Like I mentioned, Sam recommends the over um, at plus 105. Next, moving on, we got the lost my spot here. The Minnesota Wild versus the Vancouver Canucks, uh, which is actually the last game of the day. We got the Wild coming in at minus 120, Canucks plus 100. Uh, the total at five and a half. Sam recommends you take the Canucks at even money to even the series at 1-1 against Minnesota. Um, so, just circling back for my MLB picks of the day, we got the Rays at minus 140. We got the Nationals minus 150. We got the Blue Jays value play at plus 158 dogs um, against the Braves. Um, White Sox plus 112 against the Brewers. We got Rangers Athletics over seven and a half at plus 100. And the Pacers money line at plus 100. So, throwing in a little NBA pick there for you. Um, but that should be it for the Caprack today. It is Tuesday, August 4th, and we'll see you tomorrow morning.